A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Back to the What Culture Gaming podcast. My name is Rach. Joined by lots of people today, we have Rich Hudson. Hello. Hello. We have Ash Millman. Hello. And Jules Gill. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Those of you who have been following the gaming channel coverage may have guessed about what this is about. We were all at EGX last weekend. EGX, previously named Eurogamer Expo, uh, is a nice little convention where game developers, big and small, can come together, show us some games that are already out, but more importantly, games that are coming out soon. So we checked that out and we've got a little awards ceremony today (laughs) because it was just such a lovely time to coin Ash Millman's uh, favorite (laughs) phrase. It was a lovely time and we just want to spotlight a few games that just really stayed with us. Um, So, I mean, without further ado, the first award, ladies and gents, goes to the best display slash booth. Right. Okay. So obviously, I don't know if there was any that sort of stuck with you guys that, that stood out as being particularly good displays. Ooh, I think all of them were really well put together. There was lots that had lots of like different um, like people wandering around them in costume. There was some that had like good big setups and the big cutouts and all that sort mm. of thing. And um, PlayStation in particular had a great setup. Like all of their games had really nice um, interactive sides to them. Like the PlayStation VR booth in particular, I thought was really well laid out. It had all of the um, booths so you could watch people doing their VR madness from the outside which was the best thing is funny. they couldn't see you obviously yeah. because they were in the VR world so it was yeah. just kind of like I've got some footage of you and Rich obviously trying out yeah. the things and the best thing was is that when you were playing um, Iron Man VR obviously the guy next to you was just like right you don't have to turn all the way around you can just use the, the mouse to like flick through yeah. to change angle and you're like and you're just like do 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 I was getting just wrote the wire like yeah. slowly he was like he was literally just like uh uh see I, I thought the opposite when I finished it the guy just like as soon as the uh, the, the title at the end was like you've just played Iron Man VR the guy just took my headphones off and it made me jump yeah. and, I yeah, was like, like, the and I was like yeah, I was like yeah like, oh I'm back um, and it was like should I have been like actually turning around on the spot yeah. because I was only using the, the snap turning mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. do, I, do I look a Muppet by like just standing on the spot and pressing buttons <laughs> yeah. to, well, rather than moving my head if it makes you feel any better no one looks cool doing VR stuff yeah. it, like True. even when you're playing games like Beat Saber and in your world you're like we, oh, man, we saw, like, we saw enough people play Beat Saber when you're 
when you actually watch it, it's just kind of like, oh dear. <laughs> See, I, that gets my vote for just watching people be ridiculous the yeah. whole time. Like that was Got good. Beat Saber people in particular. Free really. entertainment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I also thought that the um, stand uh, that Cake Bash had was really, was really cute. good as well. Yeah. It was just because it had sinks little area. Yeah, it, they had like um, the big sort of area with the deck chairs and like a sort of mini beach You're with just the little like things. Jumping I, in that pie. It, there was a, they, had, they had a paddling. It's not a paddling pool. They made very clear that it wasn't. It was a pie dish, and I got involved in that, and I was underneath yeah. the crust, which was definitely not a duvet. Disgusting. And I, def- I definitely Disgusting. what? what? <laughs> you said you got all involved in the pie and underneath the crust. That really that's up to oh. you. That you're making that dirty, not me. <laughs> I I was just chilling out there and with a finger in a strawberry. So, Rich Hudson, was there any displacement? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, uh, Doom got sort of my vote for this, um, yeah. which I will expand on in a bit for, for certain things. But just the uh, the queue line had things like the all of the special edition stuff was in a cabinet. They had the helmet. They had all the stuff from that. They showed off some merch you could buy at EGX, which I didn't realize was a thing. Thank mm. you to people who queued to, for, telling, for telling me that they had coins. <laughs> yeah, that I spent a tenner on, but it was totally worth it. Oh, I got um, a coin. Oh, I got a coin. Oh, I got a coin. <laughs> Sounds game. good. So our nominations for the best display slash booth at EGX were the Avengers, mm-hmm. which was incredible. Final Fantasy VII. Of course, we had the Buster Sword, which was seven kilograms we could hold. Photos of that going about Twitter. Uh, Doom. Like Rich was saying, and the PSVR booth, like Ash was saying, and the winner is the Avengers. So we all agreed on this, right? Yes, we yes. did. Yes, yeah. um, we were basically blown away when we walked through the uh, the event floor, and it was just kind of like arising Huge. out of the distance with this like monolith thing. Unfortunately, it did say Virgin, which I feel was a bit harsh of the people who were attending <laughs> that event. But I did notice afterwards that it was actually Virgin, like Richard Branson's space exploration vehicle, like uh, company, and he's. Personally, apparently sponsoring the Avengers. But the best thing was is that when you went round into the booth itself, you could see that they had movie props. They had stuff from, like, they'd recreated mm-hmm. all of the costumes and stuff like that there. There was a massive bronze statue of Cap, which obviously for people who are going to get their hands on and know of the <laughs> events of uh, a, a Day will know yeah. that it's like a monument to him dying at the end. Yeah, I know. It's not a spoiler. Definitely. They, it's, it's, in right, trailers. It's, it's, it's in trailers. It's yeah. in the trailers, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was just incredible. It yeah. totally blew us away. So definitely best display slash boot at EGX goes to the Avengers. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Uh, the second award we'd like to dish out is for the best demo experience. So what comes to your mind, guys, when we say best demo? Um, well, I, again, I want to say that it's going on to the Avengers again because of the fact that we got to play the Behind the Closed Doors uh, special Ooh. one, which was, uh, there was two demos on uh, the, sh- the show floor, which was the A-Day, which allowed you to play as all of the Avengers in the lead up to the breakup of the Avengers and also we got to play with uh, Scott Amos himself uh, that sounds a bit strange but uh, <laughs> alongside alongside him um, we got to play a uh, demo as Kamala Khan aka Miss Marvel and we got to do a harm room uh, wave challenge where yeah, it was like 15 waves of like mm. arena battling and it was amazing it was really nice because not only was it a great game to play but we got to actually like see the passion and the like creative development stuff going in behind it as well which just made me feel more excited about the game yeah, yeah. that was a truly great experience unfortunately one that was sort of exclusive to us to a few members of the press which was yeah. amazing yeah. thanks again for letting us do that but obviously like you couldn't just your, your average Tom, Dick and Harry couldn't just wander into that from the shop floor 
So, but to be fair, <laughs> it's not like they didn't get a bad demo because That's after true. watching people playing the A Day stuff, like they're obviously going to start the game putting their best foot forward, and it looked fantastic. Like the ability to switch, like uh, uh, albeit at uh, different set pieces, switching between the Avengers and carrying on through the level looked amazing. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. What came to your mind, Ash? Uh, Ring Fit. I thought I enjoyed just like the demo experience because that just lends itself to being a demo, doesn't it? Like mm -hmm. where you've got a ring that you then have to get fit with and uh, it makes you just like squeeze it and do all your push-ups <laughs> and do like your dancing and stuff like it, it's it's teetering between I hate this so much and I really enjoyed it because like obviously it's making me exercise at a games convention which was not like the best of things but it was a it was a really fun game and a really fun demo and uh, I think that the way that they did it and had all your little boots again set up so everyone could laugh at you <laughs> doing things uh, wrong sort of in the same way that you were saying before about the PSVR mm. being yeah. great so it's like I guess it's it, the exhibitionism of it. Is that a word, exhibitionism? Oh, yeah. um, I mean, that, 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 isn't that where people just go to naked beaches? Yeah. Okay, so, but, right, that, sure. but that bit in a games convention kind of stuff. Also, shout out to the guy who was uh, seeing us through our demo yeah, over in Fit. It was really a really good. lovely bloke. Aww. Sold oh, the nice. game very well, so much so that I have bought it. Hey. And I am oh, playing nice, it, yeah. nice. <laughs> and trust me, what we played on the show floor, Ash, is like... It was chopped into thirds. Like the oh number no. of the number of reps you have to do when you're in the battle has absolutely killed me. Jeez. But it's like this is working. Therefore, as you said, I don't like it, but I also <laughs> do. I'm gonna get fit, guys. Coming up soon, buff rich. Yeah, <laughs> get ripped. It'd be like always sunny, like Mac. Getting yeah, through ripped the, Hudson the here. But I would love to just that you come in and be like, oh, what's your secret, man? Is it diet? So it's like, oh, it's ring fit. <laughs> it's <in their> video <laughs> games. I played video games so much, I got fit. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Rich? Um, for me, were again, I said I'd expand on it, Doom Eternal's whole experience was incredible. The queue itself, obviously, it had all the stuff to look at. It wasn't just like with a bit of rope and you were doing nothing. There was, <laughs> it was a lot of stuff to look at. And uh, when you actually got into the event, they went all out. And even just the way they did the demos just felt a lot, made a lot of sense. They gave you a, a certain chunk of time inside the booth because it was all walled off because it's over at 18. You're tearing demons to bits and there's kids what? running about. Mm -hmm. um, but when you got in there, uh, they started playing uh, at Doom's Gate, the theme from Doom uh, 2016, the bit when he cocks the shotgun at the end, he plays that theme, all the lights start flashing and then uh, it's like the demonic slayer is entered and demonic uh, presence at unsafe levels, yeah. you hear the voiceover say it and then you can start playing the demo and then at the end of it, a big klaxon would go off, uh, Doom's Gate would start playing again and then they'd ferry you out. But they were just like, you want the whole Doom experience? You want to hear Mick Gordon really loud? We'll do that. <laughs> it, it, it also had the klaxon yeah. was. That was the klaxon. Oh, all, that got annoying. It, it did get annoying because I thought it was going from the streets, uh, the Street Fighter stage that was next door to the yes, Doom booth, but no, so it was too. actually inside the Doom booth that they were playing the klaxon but they just went, they went all out with this they're like okay the demo's over but we're gonna see you out with a bang it yeah. also had the um, voiceover just kind of like the Doom Slayer has entered yeah. so you're just kind of like oh <laughs> oh, that, that's me for the next 10 minutes but no that, that whole I'm experience the Doom <laughs> that whole experience was fantastic and of course the game itself was absolutely phenomenal yeah. oh, so. amazing so those were very very good nominations I agree mm -hmm. with all of them but we're gonna have to give this one to Doom Eternal yeah. as Woo! the best demo at EGX 2019 uh, it was just so much fun yeah, about the three-hour queue. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that in a bit. Worth it, though, right? Absolutely Maybe? worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, next award is for the most unexpected title. So something right. you went into the event not expecting to... Maybe you've never even heard of it mm. or something you never mm -hmm. even thought you would mm -hmm. like. So 
our nominations for this. I'm going to kick this one off and I'm going to introduce uh, a Thomas chef because Fair. we were hanging around Team 17's booth because we all flipping love Team 17, playing some Overcooked and all that. And um, uh, one of the lovely assistants was like, oh, hey, the guy that made this game is around the corner here. Do you want to go and chat to him? I was like, sure. So I met the uh, the developer who made uh, a Thomas chef and I was playing this game. It looks like Factorio, which mm-hmm. I never thought I would like, but I think just because it has food in it. <laughs> That's why I liked it. Uh, so yeah, that really blew me away. That was great. It's like a puzzle game. Um, it basically factorial with food. So yeah, shout out to a Thomas. Sounds shout. good. I mean, I, I don't like factorial. <laughs> like it's, it's not for me. It's not for me because of the fact that if I'm gonna micromanage something, it might as well be my own life. Um, so I'm gonna, I need to get that in order before I can try and figure out okay. what's going on. I mean, I definitely thought that there were a lot of interesting games out there. We were talking about uh, one that was Table Manners, where you got to it's basically like Surgeon Simulator, but on a date. That yeah. was very fun. <laughs> but the one that I think that Rich and I were blown away with was Boundary because of the fact that we weren't. We knew nothing. We knew about nothing of this. We just walked past it and thought, "Oh, this looks cool." So we came back and we I tried it a bit I later. Yeah, because I'd heard n- I'd heard no press bits about yep. it whatsoever. And when we went past, we were like, Does, "Is that Call of Duty, but in space?" And when but we not, actually but not like Infinite Warfare in space. No. It's like literally how you would think like gunplay in space would be as an astronaut in a big bulky suit and yeah. spinning, having like full 360 X Y Z axis of movement plus first person shooting. It's like this is a recipe made in heaven. Like, oh my mm, word, let's graphics, try this. The but, graphics are great, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, but like, the, the reason why I hadn't heard of it is because it's a game made by a Chinese dev and originally it was only going to be released in China and then uh, a publisher just kind of went, yeah, well, we'll have this and mm-hmm. I think that's the first thing we'd ever seen of it at EGX and we gave it a go for about, you know, five, ten minutes and it was actually really quite something. Yeah, I, I think that it was, um, when we just started playing it, we were like, okay, cool, regular control system, instantly get to grips with it. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they were like, oh, you can use like a grapple hook system to pull your guy through the um, space. <laughs> oh, you the... trying to find the grapple? It was a bit confusing. The, the HUD was very like a cluttered because <laughs> it, was, it was trying to be like all very spacey and stuff. But, but if then, you're just using your shoulder buttons to rotate, yeah. uh, left, like it literally, uh, oh, I can't remember what axis it would be like. The, just the yaw. The yaw, that's yeah. the word. Yeah. Like you're rotating around that and it's literally like full 360 degrees of movement and people floating about everywhere. It's absolutely ridiculous. It was re- It was weirdly like fast to keep up with, but the gameplay itself was kind yeah. of slow. It gave you yeah. enough time to work stuff out. Like on paper, like that sounds like an absolute mess to try and get your head around. But in practice, it was actually really good fun. I also found it kind of terrifying as well because you're battling in space. And I was like keeping very close to the walls of yeah. the space station that was destroyed that we were fighting through because I ventured out by accident when I was trying to figure out where the, where the hook shot stuff was. And I just was going into the horrible void of space. Yeah. And like, oh, I don't like this. I've got to go back. Oh no, I don't like this at all. Oh, that sounds great. Well, yeah. Ash, what stood out to you? Uh, the one that I ended up playing the most. <laughs> it's okay. it's, hey, it was a good game. It I, was a good game. I get sucked into like addictive mobile games so easily. So I saw this one. I was like, oh, I'll give that a go. I was like, I need to play this all the time now, which was a uh, cat tap. The updated um, 2.0 version and I played that a lot it's literally just slapping plates up a table as a cat and then dressing it up in bows and I had a, a whale of a time playing that so unexpected titles I was there like oh let's play all these AAA games let's look at all this wonderful game footage I'm so excited to be at Video Game Central I was like oh mobile game like tap 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 because like, of funny. course you and I were obviously we were checking out what was going to be at the event before we went and we noticed there was like a lot of cat games and yeah. we were like well we're going to go check out all the cat games yeah. and then oh Ash found our new favorite game yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome. mobile game me. 
Um, uh, also, while we were at the uh, the sort of indie kind of area, we did uh, we did play a little bit of Cake Bash as yes. well. We yep. did a video on this on our on our gaming channel. You guys should check it out because the game just looks so cute and fun. It looks basically like. Um, uh, what is it? Gang beasts. It's it's gang beasts. Kinda? It's gang beasts meets Power Stone meets cake batter. Like it's so it's <laughs> so so cutesy. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay. I don't know. If, I mean, you guys are too young to remember this, aren't you? I am. I've not played. Power You've Stone. never played Power Stone. I know that you love it, but I've not played it. Jesus Christ! It's, it's kind of like a. It's almost like a Mario Party mini game where you are beating the crap out yeah. of each other, but you are cakes. Yeah. That's probably the best way to put it. It's just it's just great fun because I mean, like the mini games that we had on offer, yeah. we had like destroy the, um, uh, destroy the fortune the cookies. Fortune cookies yeah. We had throw the plums in the pie thing, <laughs> which is great. Yourself in sweets. Mm. The, the best thing was is that like you know going up against those kids and them just not bringing their A game and absolutely <laughs> embarrassing them and they were just kind of like oh I don't know if I like this game I was like yeah you know why you don't like this game because life has just come along and crushed you <laughs> I think the best thing about Cake Bash was the fact that it looks like it is for kids it is very accessible for a younger audience which mm. is good but then we of course four grown adults ended up really enjoying it which I thought was lovely yeah. so those are our four um nominees and the winner I think if you didn't guess from how long we talked about it is going to go to Boundary yes. for this one most unexpectedly yes. incredible title at EGX so I hope that it carries on and lives up to what we played because it if they own if they don't put enough maps out for it or any sort of support for it then it will be a shame to see this one just get sort of swept under the rug but it, what they have here is a good mechanical low game low key quite quiet but mm-hmm. hopefully things might pick up we might see it at an event soon because I think it's releasing in the first quarter of next year yeah. as far as I'm aware yeah. oh. so. well that sounds good to me do you know what else sounds good is uh, video game music oh, so, good, segue. good segue yeah. that segue. Oh my God, that works on so many levels like <laughs> so Two. what did we think from <laughs> sounds good <laughs> Two. Just let me have it. Okay? <laughs> no, I'm not criticizing it. Just like uh, Ash is blown away. She's in space, wanted to come back. Video game music. Was there any games uh, demos that sort of stood out to you guys as having incredible music at EGX? I, I don't need to expand on it. Doom. Doom. Yeah. Doom. yeah. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that 
with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. The Don't music in Doom is is heavier it's, it's than Doom. the 2016 yeah. one. It's insane. It's Mick oh, Gordon man. just I don't know beating his guitar up with a chainsaw. Oh, Sounds that's great. good to me. That's Love all I that need man. to say. It's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, the uh, when we queued up and we played the Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake, that was oh my god. The music in that was amazing because it felt um, that they were definitely playing it like close to the uh, nostalgic need it is of very the much the exact same original soundtrack but mm. with obviously a bit more uh bit more finesse on yeah it, it just because obviously you're, you're adapting it from it, it sounded like um so um they did a run of uh, orchestral um mm. things I, they they did like a final fantasy concert mm. uh, in japan that toured for a while yeah. i feel like what the lessons learned from the conversion to that have been taken forward because they've added in a few sort of like other elements. There's still that sting of electronica underneath it, but it's definitely feels much more mm. real and professional than maybe the first one did because that was all <laughs> synths, obviously. And then from like a demo point of view, sitting there mm. with my uh, Sony headset mm. on that was up way too loud that I could not oh, yeah. figure, I uh, could not we figure could, out how to get it. the volume down. We could hear it and it was just kind of like, uh, and the woman next to you was kind of like, um, uh, I like, was <laughs> so into it though. Obviously like now I have tinnitus, but it was worth yeah. it. But it was like, it was so loud in my ears and I was just so there for this boss fight. It was so epic. Yeah, it was great. It. Yeah, oh, good shout. Definitely agree with yeah. that one. Another one that had obviously a well-established soundtrack that they have modernized and changed for a new title was of course Pokemon. You mm -hmm. gotta love Pokemon. Pokemon always has a really, really great soundtrack and Sword and Shield had a lovely little tune for the water gym that I played through and also had a lovely little battle tune <laughs> when we were playing uh, the boss fight. The boss fights in Pokemon are pretty epic as cool. I said in the in the main video. So yeah. Pokemon! Oh, I think for music as well it has to be shouted out to Cyberpunk for mm. having the most thumping like dubstep bass <laughs> the like, bass the bass oh my god we sat in the it's like a big demo room that they like constructed themselves so you go yeah. inside you sit down it's like a cinema you watch someone um, play the game for you as they like talk through all the different options and uh, it was like I, I got in there we, we got in there and we sat down and we're like oh yeah this is lovely and suddenly it's just like going boom like, <laughs> and it didn't stop for like 45 minutes just like boom like you're just walking through a city like oh hey what's up 
guys. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was really good, but also I was a bit overwhelming. I was, I was, I'd like, it was, <laughs> it's like feeling it in my chest. I was like, please, please, Cyberpunk. The game's first person, and we were in the front row, just like yeah, yeah, <laughs> next it up, back on like the whole time. But isn't that like the best thing that they can say? They're just like, yeah, we uh, our game was so good, it kind of like debilitated the audience. Yeah. Socks off. Yeah, literally, it dude. was awesome. They were off the, the ceiling, honestly. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean they were all pretty good, but I think with this one, best music for EGX demo, it's got to go to Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I mean it ticked all the boxes really. A modernization <laughs> of a classic, fantastic. It was brilliant. Next <laughs> award goes to the best multiplayer title that we all tried. There were quite a lot of indie games there, and mm-hmm. they, they tend to be the best multiplayer games, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Don't shoot me down. The indie games are the best. Um so what comes to mind? What was the best multiplayer game? Because you guys played a few, right? Yeah, we. Um, I think the one that we instantly were drawn to, because Jules been spoke about, sp- Jules been speaking about it for a while, uh, was uh, Moving Out. And Damn that was great. right. We love Team 17, baby. Damn and, right. And uh, we went to play Moving Out, and that was fantastic. That was uh, where you literally just move things out of your house into the moving truck. And all Doesn't sound of- entertaining, does <laughs> it? No, all sorts of havoc. Well, you, you say overcooked to you, like, oh, you're just cooking up some meals for some hungry customers. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of pivoting. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's oh. what you shouted for. All of it. it was <laughs> It's a a fantastic game because it's incredibly well made and it just shows that once you get a simple premise for an indie game, if you can execute that well, then you're going to have a smash hit on your hands. They've already got Overcooked 2 out. The DLC that's coming out for it, they know that they're onto a winner with that. Moving out seems like the perfect sort of like sideways transition because it's less stressful, but at the same time, much, much (laughs) like equally chaotic. Can anything go on fire in moving out? Um, Not that we had, but you could have chairs that were haunted so they ran away from you and then yeah. they would put them into the move van and they'd uh, reanimate themselves and run back out against you yeah. like get back here you wooden brick more stressful than your rice catching fire do you know what wasn't stressful though go on then oh these segues today uh, it was Cat Quest 2 so I don't know if any of you have played Cat Quest not no. at all um, it came out a couple years back and it was on like the PS4 and I picked it up and I went what is this it has cats I'm a buy it it was like a tenner right. and I gave it a chance and it is this little like five to six hour game that is an RPG you're a cat with a sword and magic and it's just delightful it's wonderful it's like proper spam the y button gameplay but it's just so cute and full of cat puns Mm. so when the sequel was announced not long after the first one came out i've been waiting patiently for it and i finally got to try it at egx and i was so happy just to see it there in its own little booth and i was like cat quest dude it's so good it's it's multiplayer now so you can play the cat your pal can play the dog and you can <laughs> go Amazing. a bit, go a bit the, the country. <laughs> Ash was the dog. Was the um, and it's just delightful. You can build, you can have different kind of builds now. You can concentrate on magic or on combat. And it was just, I just loved it. It was very wholesome. wholesome. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Cat Quest 2. Well, I got the chance to play a title I've been looking forward to for, I would say, 25 years, but I'm not even 25 years old. <laughs> but, Disgusting. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But is that how long it's been? Is that how long it's been yeah. between Streets of Rage 3 and Streets of Rage 4? Because mm-hmm. similar to the original trilogy, Streets of Rage is a co-op game. But you can play co-op, and I dragged Ash onto it, yeah. who's never played Streets of Rage before. But I was yeah. like, come and play this, please. I'm really excited. Uh, was it and good? Yeah. I was everyone's like multiplayer pal. I was like, hey, yeah. guys. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4 was everything I wanted it to be. It's just, let's do more of the same of Streets of Rage 2. And it's like, cool, that's me yep. sold. It's yep. one of the best games. It's one of the best side-scrolling brawlers ever mm. made. Yep, agree. Just give me more of that. And yeah, play through stage six or something we yeah, played we got all the way through it all the way to the boss fight and we played together they still have the horrendous friendly fights the amount of time that Ash and I were kicking <laughs> 
beside each other. It, yeah. yeah, it was bad. It's interesting because um, you don't really see that genre really explored much these no, days. No, side-scrolling brawlers have, have died a, a quite a sad death because mm. sometimes they can be annoying. I know Scott personally doesn't like them because of the whole, you have to be exactly on the right plane yeah, to the, get stuff. Mm. And there were points uh, during our gameplay where we did have that, but obviously they, yeah. they've made it so after all these years of knowing the series well, the devs have like, okay, we can we can widen it a bit so people so stuff connects more so. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it played exactly as I remember it. And just, I'm so excited for it. We still don't know when it's coming out. I'm assuming next year. <laughs> it looks nearly done. Like it red, looks, like it looks very, very well polished. Like it's all looks very hand drawn. Our mm. style versus the pixel star, which I'm, I'm fine with. I like the idea of it going from pixel to hand drawn. Yeah, it kind of makes pixel, sense. Pixel would have still made me happy, but yeah, yeah. Street Rage Four is fantastic. I'm so looking forward to playing that with whoever I'll drag onto it. Ash, let's play. Yeah, nice. let's, do it. let's play more. I had a great time. It's really fun. Like it's a, so it's a power ups and different like uh, moves that you can do. Like you can spend your health to do like fighting moves and all that sort of thing. It was mm. very much from what you. Was saying it was very much like the old brought into the new yeah. and, it, and it felt really good as, as someone new to it as well I, I wasn't like oh what's going on it was, it was good like it was entertaining yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Gill, I've already I've already said mine. Um, I, I, I said Cake oh, Bash. I guess is out, is moving out was was one I would say is probably the best multiplayer that I played. Mm. But Cake Bash was very very fun yeah. as well as a. I mean, you can't really go wrong because it's just like the amount of sort of violence uh, all contained <laughs> in such a cutesy package. But I think, like we were saying before, I think with Cake Bash is the accessibility of it. It's yeah. really good to see something that um, people like us can take really seriously, yeah, yeah. and that kids can just pick up and spam the A button and yeah. still have a good time playing. So we're gonna give best multiplayer game to Cake Bash for that reason. Nice. Plus, the guys that made it are local and uh, big up the Northeast. Li- literally <laughs> out the window where they make this game, we which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the next award's a bit of a banter pick, I must admit, but I mean, we, <laughs> we did a lot of queuing at EGX. <laughs> yeah. We could have done more. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. What was the best queuing experience that you guys had? Uh, Mine was Pokemon. Uh, there was a Smash Bros tournament on behind me and everyone Ooh. playing and it was dog yeah <laughs> terrible everyone was terrible at the game and I was nice. standing watching it like getting angrier and angrier like oh why just press the B button please uh, so Pokemon for, for me for me the lack of, the lack thereof of queuing uh, as I said earlier <laughs> oh, about yeah. the yeah. three and a half hour doom queue and just walking straight in the back door with the head of PR and everyone going oh oh I see how it is yeah. you can just walk in can you <laughs> play doom yes you we can cheesy, man. yes we can the vibe killer has entered the room like it was, it was like one of those oh. things mine was uh, the PlayStation app because you can just book in and go ahead again so no queuing that was a I treat mean, yeah. hashtag not sponsored give me my slot um, <laughs> speaking of your slot that actually <laughs> <laughs> that, this actually leads me to my funny one which is there was, oh. a, there was a couple that were waiting in the queue a little bit further back from, uh, from us and I overheard them say like, oh, look, which queue that. sorry like, which queue it was a queue for Luigi's Mansion there was a couple that watched um, uh, you over with the camera like oh, yeah, you were recording Rich. Re- for, re- uh, recording Rich ring and um, ring fit. they were like oh it's Ash from White Culture and the uh, one of the partners said like oh who's, who's that again and then there was like a pause you could hear them like whisper She's like, oh, oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. She's on your list, isn't she? And like, I'm just there, like, uh, like about five or six people in front, and I'm just kind of like wearing the what culture gaming hoodie, and I'm like turning away, like, oh no. And he like sees me and looks at me and makes like, oh god. Like, I was like, I was like, so yeah, there we go. Shout wow. Out to that guy. Yeah. Hey. Okay, best queuing experience, definitely Luigi's Mansion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next award is for the most unconventional gaming experience okay. that you've had. Now, Ash, I know, has something to say about this. 
this one? Yes, um, I, there was loads of good stuff. There was Ring mm. Fit, obviously, for its Ring Fit unconventional ring. There was uh, Magma Castle that also needs a big shout out because they had like um, a pheromone that you pheromone. Pheromone. Yeah, pheromone. Pheromone is the smell. They play the pheromone that you stick your hand in and and you do with your hand and it makes the cat. It's like a big nyan cat that you control with your hand and you have to make fists and yeah, you can fist the nyan cat. This has gone south. Let's stop this now. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying. Like you, you, pheromone, you pheromone it, and um, and it, you could draw it with your hand. I thought it was really cool. I was going about it for ages because so I think it was a really nifty idea, uh, and it really worked well for that style. But but the one that we need to give the biggest shout out to mm. for unconventional, and that was a highlight of our weekend, and that we we're really excited for, and lived up to all the expectations, was the dark room with John. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, you is... awake to find yourself in a dark room. Honestly, <laughs> all just fell off yes, when you yeah. did that. Honestly, <laughs> he's he's like one of the nicest people as well. Yeah, like yeah, the lovely. fact that he like can command a room with that mm. sort of level of comedy and energy, and uh, <laughs> you can tell that he's been doing stand up comedy yeah. for years, and you so, can tell that he's got so much passion in that. For those of you who have never heard of the Dark Room and John Robertson's uh, incredible text adventure meets mm. real life sort of yeah. comedy show, it's basically you. Uh, if you've ever played like you know like a text adventure game, you tend to have four options. You pick an option, and you probably die in horrendous ways. So it's literally him up on the stage presenting it, uh, giving an audience member, Jules Gill was an audience member, yep. uh, and it four options. Uh, seemingly, like, you think, oh, well, I'm in a dark room. Find the light switch, and he goes, "How will you find the light? Like, how will you find the light switch? You're in the dark." And of course, like, it's just really—it's a comedy show. Yeah, I mean, he based the entire thing off of the aggravating uh, nature of text-based adventure games when you didn't type things in exactly as the developer wanted <laughs> yeah. to, and usually punished you badly for mm-hmm. it. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was really fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, big shout out to the dark room. You win our award for most amazingly unconventional uh, video game at EGX. Yep. Um, last award, last but not least, after playing all these demos and doing all these experiences what is your most anticipated game after moving out moving out moving out this honestly like i know i know that we have i know that we have the triple a games like out there that were like amazing amazing but there's nothing gave me as much joy as playing moving out because of the fact that i was like ah this is a game for me and friends to gather around on the couch and just play and have a really good time and then move the couch afterwards exactly exactly and to be fair it was just really well made it's so so polished it's team 17 through and through had lovely little bits of comedy i cannot praise this game enough i feel like in what it sets out to achieve, it's perfect in its delivery. Amazing. I'm just going to completely just go against what Jules has just said and be like, yeah, I'm not going to go triple I'm going to go Fair single enough. player. Yeah. And yeah, for me, it was Doom. Yeah. I mean, again, I was obsessing over that over the weekend. Uh, the like, highlight of my life playing Eternal Wait. like this early. It was so good. Um, I'm just super excited for it. That's all I, it mm-hmm. just, yeah, it fills me with joy and it's going to keep me going. I've gone back to 2016 now and playing through that again. So I'm not- just super hyped for it. Not at all disappointed it got a little delay nope. because, of course, you got to play it. I got to, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's disappointing things get delayed, but at the end of the day, it's for the right reasons. So yes. I'm fine with that. Yeah, doing for yeah. me. Uh, I think uh, one thing we should mention that we were anticipating that uh, that was at the show but didn't actually manage to like it, we didn't get anything new for it was Death Stranding which is why we haven't covered it as much because um, mm. it's just the same sort of stuff that we've already seen so we are all excited for that but for me personally it would be Cyberpunk again in the yeah. yes. game because yeah. I'm so excited for that anyway and then seeing the demo I was like oh my god and then having <laughs> the reverberating noise travel through my body I was like I'm there I'm in Night City <laughs> so yeah that's what I'm looking for we're going to yeah. know when you've picked up the game because yeah. you're going to come in the next day just like completely like comatose yeah. like really stiff 
like, sorry, I my bones have been shaken loose. Booed to death. <laughs> Mine is, of course, another gigantic franchise, and it's Pokemon. Fair enough. I just, do you know what? Like, if anything, because I'm more excited for it because the demo was so short and I completed it so quickly that I'm just like, more Pokemon, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did get to Dynamax my Wooloo, though, and that was glorious. Again, oh. that sounds so dirty. <laughs> it, it's a sheep. Yeah. I, I have a missus from Wales. <laughs> you know what they did you. So that was our EGX little award show uh, for today. Thank you so much. Let us know what you thought in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube and just stay listening if you're wa- if you're listening on the podcast. Listening <laughs> and places. In fact, if you're doing us a favor by getting to the end of this video, then why not give this a five-star rating on whatever hey! platform yeah. you are listening to it on. Hmm. I don't know which platforms we're on half the time because it seems like they change every day. Yeah. Yeah. Acast, and if, Spotify. And if you're a sponsor looking to get some stuff out there, maybe you've listened to these games and thought, I'm making a game. I want to get some sponsors then get in touch with me jules.gill at whatculture.com <laughs> regret giving out my e- email immediately actually well, yeah. at, send me at, foot pictures as well at wculturegaming on twitter and also since we're talking about EGX stuff if anyone uh, came out to say hello to us during yeah. the event it was mm. honestly a pleasure to meet all of you it was really really nice to meet you and get a chance to chat to you take pictures and stuff like that it was honestly brilliant that's probably the highlight of the whole weekend yeah. aside from all the games was getting to meet people it was so they good. dynamaxed our wooloo indeed yes oh god wow on that note thank you once again everyone for listening you can follow me on twitter if you like at don't rage quit my name was rach i was joined by rich you can follow me on twitter at pick up change toe and ash hello mine is <laughs> at ash milman goodbye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me at retro j with a zero <laughs> can you tell it's lunchtime we're <laughs> off guys we will see you tomorrow have an awesome day bye Bye. Bye. I started that way before it's ready. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.